Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a self-care coach and nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a business growth and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Brazen Podcast. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes and Valerie King-Maller. So today we are going to be talking to you about how to live authentically by asking for what you want. And this is going to be a really interesting episode because it kind of taps into, you know, figuring out your passions and knowing what you want, but then also like the, where the rubber meets the road, Valerie is going to help explain like, how do you actually put yourself out there and ask for that thing that you've decided that you want? But first, let's talk about what we're loving this week. Val, what are you loving this week? So I'm really loving having a community of coaches that I've started working with. I feel like every sort of piece of advice you get when you're a business owner is to find like like-minded people or not necessarily like-minded people, but people that are doing similar work. And I'm always like, yeah, I don't really need that. I'm like confident working on my own. And it has been really helpful for my inspiration and creativity and just having people to bounce ideas off of without having to kind of give so much background. So highly recommend finding a community of people that are working on similar projects as you, because I definitely think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I found that even as an extreme introvert, like I am being in a group, like, you know, I kind of thrive more in a smaller group, but just being around other people who are also sharing their ideas, it kind of gets my creative juices flowing. And I tend to come up with more ideas or can kind of, you know, expand on an existing idea based on what I hear other people talking about. So yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> my thing that I am loving this week is a particular podcast episode that I have been listening to. So it, the podcast itself is Decision Masters with Kirsten Parker. And we've had her on our podcast before. So go way back to the beginning. I'm not sure what episode specifically it was that she guested for us on, but check that episode out because it was really awesome. And, you know, she really helps people learn how to make, you know, definitive decisions confidently. And the episode that I was listening to, and I was like, this is an amazing episode and super helpful. It's episode number 45 your shortcut menu of solutions for decision fatigue. Love that. And I was like, it just was one of those things that came up at the right time for me because like if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my background. Usually it's like 
you know, the desk is clear, the pillows of my futon are like nicely lined up. Everything is just like a shit show right now. And it's just like, you know, a physical manifestation of my schedule and everything going on in my life. So decision fatigue is like a real thing for me right now. And that episode gave some really good practical tips on how to make things easier for you so that you're not having to make so many decisions every single day, sort of like automating different parts of your life, which I totally appreciate. So we will link that episode in the show notes so that once you listen to this, you can just click right on over and listen to that episode too. So now that we've kind of covered that, let's start talking about how to live authentically by asking for what you want. Val, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I think that this is a really interesting topic because there are two parts of it. One is actually just discovering what you want. And it is a little bit surprising, but also not surprising that it's usually the first thing we talk about with new clients about where are we headed? You know, where do you want your life to be in one, five, 10 years from now? And a lot of times it's not an easy answer. And so I think there is some like beauty in kind of discovering what it is you actually want. And so the first thing I always start with is what are your core values? This is going to be your blueprint. And so just figuring out what those like three to five core values are that are going to sort of direct your path, I think can be super helpful. And I know in my case, I've used this example before, but freedom is a huge one for me. It's probably my number one. And so I always when looking at decisions about where to go in my life, make sure that the decision measures up against that kind of core principle. So having that there can be really helpful in giving yourself some boundaries when you're making decisions. So I always start with that activity. And I actually love that as an initial way for people who work with me to figure out what it is that you might want to do. It seems a lot of times it might seem like your core values and your hobbies might not be directly correlated, but it can kind of just help give you some direction. So like if you value independence and creativity and things like that, then maybe finding activities that sort of tap into those things that are like important to you or part of your personality to bring that out more are going to be really enriching for you. So for people that are looking to figure out, first of all, like what even is it that I want? That's a really good first activity to do to sort of give you a little bit of direction, like you said. Yeah, I love that. I always think about like when a client will say, you know, community is really important to them. And it's like, okay, we'll make sure that either your hobbies or your career or both, like making sure that it has, you know, an element of interacting with people and making sure that you're kind of having that people centered focus. And I think it seems like pretty obvious, but 
when you're actually choosing a career, you don't necessarily think about those core values or even, you know, what you love to do on the side. So the next one, and this one is so hard for clients to fill out, but it's the homework I give every new client and it's the I want exercise. And I have them fill out a whole page that is just, it starts with the statement I want, and they're just supposed to list everything they can think of. And it can be anything from just like, I want pizza every night to (laughs) I want to have like a whole month off in July. And I just tell them to like, not think too deeply into it and just kind of jot down as much as they possibly can. But it feels really awkward to say, I want something. I think we are trained to kind of do what we need to do or to focus on other people, particularly as women. So when you're filling this out, it feels like selfish or awkward, or it just, it doesn't feel comfortable. And it is the exercise of the packet that I send that seems to be the one that's most difficult for people to fill out. So there is a piece of it where you need to get comfortable and then you may need to do the exercise a couple times before you can be really honest with yourself about what it is you truly want. So, but diving deep into that can be really helpful in helping you to create a path towards a more authentic life. Yeah, I love that because I can totally attest to just the thought of doing that exercise is uncomfortable for me. (laughs) And it's like, you know, especially as women, we're kind of conditioned to ignore our wants and our needs a lot of the time and focus more on how we can be of service or help out other people. And so, you know, one of the things that I love to do is kind of ask people like, what do you want? Like, what do you like to do? And that is the question that kind of oftentimes I know that it did for me, but it also for other people will spur this aha moment of like, oh my God, I don't even know what I want. I don't know what I like. What the heck? Because we don't really think about it all that often. And so I think after realizing that you're not really in touch with your wants and your needs and your desires, this is going to be a really good exercise to kind of help get those thought processes flowing and get you thinking about like, okay, what do I want? Like what would be kind of nice to have? Or what should I, you know, think about trying to go for? Or, you know, just different things like that. And, you know, it's gonna help you sort of figure out if there's a theme, like if there's just a common thread that goes through a lot of your wants or not. And it kind of just gives you more information about yourself. Yeah, I really love it because when a client is done with the I want exercise, if they share it with me, we spend some time looking at their list of wants and comparing it to their core values. And a lot of times you do see Mm. patterns. So it's like they really love adventure and travel, you know, is very prominent on their list of wants. And so they kind of like segue really nicely together. And it's a a good little checks and balances in terms of like, okay, yeah, this does seem like this is your path forward. From that piece, 
once we've kind of established where you want to go in your life, the next is kind of breaking down your limiting beliefs, particularly the ones based on societal or cultural or familial beliefs that are kind of holding you back. And this one is really important for my clientele because I work with child-free women who have chosen to be child-free. And so a lot of times that is, you know, in direct opposition to what their families or society expect. And so we have to spend a lot of time kind of breaking down that decision and saying, you know, why does this feel awkward to you? So basically, you know, is this something that culturally you're being told is not a typical choice or one that's expected of you? And so kind of diving deep into those limiting beliefs, we can kind of remove the stuff that's holding you back from actually pursuing that life. Yeah. So the people who I love to work with kind of have the opposite type of an issue where it's like they do have the family and also a lot of limiting beliefs that go along with that. You know, you feel like you can't quit your job because Mm -hmm. that's going to impact the financial stability of your family. And you know, just realizing that things like that are limiting beliefs. And it's not true that people change jobs all the time. And you just have to think creatively about, you know, how to kind of work around it. Maybe you can, like, if you want to start business, say, you can start it as a side hustle while you're still working your normal job and build it up slowly over time. Or maybe, you know, you can quit your nine to five job and find like some more flexible part-time jobs to supplement your income while you're building your business. You know, you just have to kind of think creatively and figure out a solution that's going to work for you and recognizing those thoughts in your mind as limiting beliefs is sometimes the hardest part. And then once you're realizing that's not necessarily true, then you're like, okay, well, what is a creative solution to this issue? It kind of lets you, it gives you permission to think outside the box and come up with alternate solutions. Yeah. I love that so much. I think that's the piece about coaching that is so exciting is that you're helping people kind of rewrite the rules for themselves and you know, other than sort of legal or potentially hurting other people, like you really truly can create your own life and the rules by which you want to live. So when you were talking about sort of the parenting and all of that, I always think about the people who like withdraw their kids from school and travel the world for a year and kind of do these like things that are traditionally not sort of acceptable, but are the kind of path that they've chosen. And I just like love seeing people kind of embrace a new way of sort of looking at, you know, raising children or running a business or, you know, living life how they want. Yeah, I love that. That just made me think of there's a family that I know who a few years ago, they withdrew their two like elementary aged kids from school and they homeschooled and they, traveled around the United States and just like, like they had a camper and they camped in different campgrounds and did homeschooling. And they saw like 
so many different places. They met a whole bunch of, you know, other communities of people, like just explored all these different things that they never would have been able to if they hadn't thought outside the box and been like, yeah, we're just going to like take a leap and sell our home, sell all of our belongings that aren't going to fit into our camper and just travel around. Like I just, I thought that was so amazing. And they actually found a home like, you know, states and states away that they purchased and now they, you know, have sort of settled back down, but it's just you know, a testament, I think, to the amazing experiences that you can have and that you can give your family if, you know, just accept that a lot of the things that we've kind of been conditioned to think are really just kind of keeping us inside a box and, you know, we don't have to stay there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And the next step is kind of a two-part step. And it's kind of how to communicate your path forward, both to yourself and to the world around you. And I think part of that is really almost practicing kind of your statements about this is who I am. This is what I'm becoming. I think in our cases, we work with a lot of women that are becoming entrepreneurs. And so it's like, start addressing yourself as a business owner. You may not be selling any products yet, but like start telling people I'm a business owner and it really embracing that identity. And I know that it it can be difficult because, you know, we've talked a lot about how parents want stability for their children. And so like knowing that your child is choosing an entrepreneurial track can sometimes be a negative thing in their mind. And so I think also learning how to have the hard conversations. And I think that comes with practice, you know, talking about it as much as you can with supportive people, and then being able to kind of have the tough discussions with the people in your life. Like, no, I am choosing to be child-free or I am choosing to start a business or, you know, whatever your particular path is. So I definitely think, you know, kind of working on the communication is really important to being able to fully embrace this authentic life. And if you need some tips on having difficult conversations, we did cover that in episode 52. So you can check that out. Yeah. And we'll definitely link that one in the show notes also. And finally, the fifth one kind of links back to my favorite thing from earlier in the episode is to find a supportive group of friends or mentors or coaches or anyone that can help sort of bolster your feelings about your sort of new authentic take on your life. And I think that having people who are not supportive in the very beginning when you're first sprouting this new sort of identity can be really dangerous. So I, you know, love being able to be a cheerleader for my clients when they haven't necessarily had support from everyone around them. And I do think finding mentors or a community, joining as many communities as you can that are living a similar lifestyle can be really helpful in just, like I said, bolstering that new identity. So finding those can be really exciting and also like an important step in getting to your authentic life. Yeah. And 
I think I speak for both of us when I say that we want to be your cheerleaders and your mentors and coaches. Valerie and I both absolutely love working with women who are like ready to take the leap and create a more elevated version of their current life. And I want to give you a couple of really easy ways that you can get started doing that. So you might not know it, but Valerie and I have a Patreon for Brazen. And so there are three different tiers. And the first tier is just $3 a month. Basically, when you subscribe to the $3 a month, you get a content directory that is like broken down by topics. So you can really easily go to a specific topic that you're interested in learning more about, whether it's like stress management for entrepreneurs or getting started creating a business. And it'll give you a whole list of resources that we have created that are going to help you do that. You will also get exclusive content on the Patreon from us. So like, you know, special posts that are only visible to you that are going to help you and, you know, help you move forward on your path. The next one is $9 a month. And with this one, I personally absolutely love this one because it's a great value. You get the content directory and then the exclusive content, but then you also get bonus mini episodes each month from Valerie and I. And Valerie is a child-free by choice business coach. And so she's going to be addressing topics that are like really relevant to you if that describes who you are. And I am a self-care coach who works with women who are entrepreneurs or in leadership positions, learn how to create their own ideal life and sort of create a life that they absolutely love. So we're going to be giving you bonus episodes on those different types of topics and we take questions. So send us a question and we'll answer it in a bonus episode maybe. And we also give you access to the Brazen Book Club, which I am obsessed with. Valerie and I both absolutely love books. And so this is an awesome book club. If you are a leader and you are looking for different resources that are going to help you with your personal and your professional development. So Each month, we're going to read a specific self-development or leadership book, and then we're going to meet and discuss it. So all of that is just $9 a month. And then we have a limited number of spots in our top tier, which is $25 a month. There's only 25 spots. But with all of that, you also are going to get group coaching and a Q&A. And so once a month, we're going to discuss a specific topic. You can ask us questions that you have. We can help you like troubleshoot situations that have come up for you. And then you are also going to have an opportunity to like give us some suggestions on episode topic that you would like to hear us talk more on. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, and if you're looking for a supportive community and like mentorship and coaching, check out our Patreon because you're going to be able to get really affordable 
coaching and community that way. Before we end this episode, we always want to leave you with a practical takeaway or something you can do to help move you further along. So this week, your homework is going to be to complete the I want exercise. So take a sheet of paper and list out as many things that you can that is going to fill up the page of what you want. And we would love it if you would take a picture of it and tag us in an Instagram post or an Instagram story or on LinkedIn. So that's your assignment this week. And we will be back next week with more. Until then, keep being brazen. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brazen Podcast. We'd love to hear more about your parenthood or child-free journey. So please feel free to email us at hello at brazenwomen.com. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and share the episode so we can get the word out there. We'll be back here next Tuesday, but in the meantime, keep being brazen.